of WFAN. This is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this Monday, the 14th day of the month of August. Back we are in the studios uh, as we get ready for the Subway Series, which is upon us uh, this 10 days that we talked about for a long time that the Yankees would have to face. Uh, they are in the midst of right now, and it hasn't been a nice, quiet start, that's for sure. The Mets will try to play spoilers. Two at home, two on the road this week. I've always been, as you know, a big proponent of this series. Hey, anything that fills the ballpark four days and creates some excitement used to be six days. Now it's four days, but it still uh, you know, gives a team that isn't doing well, like the Mets in this case, something to really hang their hat on. They can play the spoiler role. They can uh, have, you know, can take something from this. So can their fan base. The other team, of course, trying to, you know, continue to do what they're doing and fight, which in this case is the Yankees, off what was nothing short of a brutal loss last night. And here's the bottom line for the Yankees. You don't have a top bullpen if your closer can't get anybody out. So you can talk about the numbers game, and they can talk about how this bullpen stacks up with the great Yankee bullpens like 96 and et cetera, et cetera. It is all nonsense. It is all just empty conversation if your closer can't do the job, and Chapman right now can't do the job. And I thought Joe, after the game last night, basically made excuses for him. Friday night he was rusty. That's what we heard then. Now, yes, they were really threw well. Oh, really? They threw well, huh? Really? Well, which part did he throw well? Where he gave up a home run into the into the uh, you know into the left center field area, or against a lefty, no less, or the fact that he came out the next inning. I don't know why he was pitching that inning and hit a batter and walked a batter. So, which part of it was great? The answer: none of it. And he's not fooling anybody anymore. And you can tell by the lefty swings. It was a miracle. He got out of the Friday night game. If Nooney hadn't made a terrible mistake, I mean, the Benintendi Bulls almost out of ballpark as it is to left field. The lefties got great swings. He didn't fool them for one iota. He isn't fooling anybody right now, Chapman. What Chapman used to have was a fear factor. He scared the heck out of anybody who was in the box. He doesn't scare anybody anymore. Not only that, he scares himself and the fans because he's wild now. So you can't count on him. If you can't count on him, and right now I think the Yankees have to reassess the idea of having a closer. Go with the hot hands. you got enough guys out there that can close. If that's the case, you don't owe Chapman anything. Make him earn it. And if he doesn't, so be it. I don't care if he's in a funk or not. I don't care if he likes it or not. You are in a pennant race right now. You cannot wait for this to come around. You can't try to build confidence now. You don't build confidence in the middle of August. You build it in the middle of May. And right now, he is not getting the job done. And from a Red Sox standpoint, I mean, how about their young players? We hear about the Yankee young players. Now, they have a bunch of good young players anyway because we still think of guys like Betts and Bogarts and those guys as being young. But how about what you saw last night out of Davis and how about what Benintendi did? I mean, he was a one-man wrecking crew, although I have to admit, Two things from Saturday. One, why would you, with a base open, pitch to him in that spot? What were you trying to prove? We already knew he could hit the ball out of the ballpark. We already knew he's red hot. Why would you pitch to him again with a base open? And secondly, why would you leave Severino, who has been utterly brilliant, in there to take that kind of beating? 
I mean, I, I didn't get either either parts of that. It was a strange series from a managerial standpoint. It was a strange series all weekend, and it was a costly one because the Yankees, they had to win two of those three games. They had to chip away at that lead. They didn't have to sweep the series. They had to chip away, and they didn't. And that was last night after they finally got a lead. And let's be honest. Getting a runoff sale, they were lucky to get it. That was no triple. That, I mean, and yes, Headley and Romine had the best swings on sale all night, who was utterly brilliant. That was brilliant. That was as good as I ever saw Randy Johnson. That was as good as I ever saw Roger Clemens. That was as good as it gets last night. He was overpowering. He was overpowering guys from the other side of the plate. But they should never have scored on him. I mean, let's be honest. Betts just flat dropped the ball. I mean, you want to say that he got interfered with? I don't think he did. You want to say he looked, took his eye off the ball because of the wall or the gloves or whatever? Who knows? But that sh- there's no way that's a triple. I mean, that is an absolute drop. So you're lucky to have a run there. You get a lead, and you get to the ninth, and then, you know, he blows away the first hit. You're like, all right, this is, all right, well, all right finally, the real chat. All right, this is going to be easy. Well, one so easy. And instead of a coming in today and having a nice win, well-pitched game for Montgomery, a couple of big at-bats, clutch hits, get two out of three, chip away. Instead, you have another brutal loss. And let's be honest, all we hear about is how strong the Yankee pen is. The Yankee pen has had an awful year. The numbers don't say that, but the amount of Games that they have had leads in that they've lost has been dramatic. You've seen, you've seen Chapman fall apart. You've seen obviously Batances fall apart. You've seen that entire bullpen at times fall apart. Now they've all had some really good moments. They all strike out a lot of guys. You understand that. But overall, that bullpen performance has been lacking this year because it has not done the job in big spots. And it didn't do the job in a big spot again last night. That was a big, I mean, that's a big home run. For a kid player, that's a big home run. I mean, it really is. You, didn't, you, you, don't, you, know, you wait years to see that kind of home run off him in that spot. That was a tremendous, tremendous at bat. And a very, very tough, uh, I'll call it brutal. That was a brutal loss last night. No, no question about it. So now we turn the page. And yes, they'll see each other next weekend, and they'll see Sale again, which will be a lot of fun, because he was just scary. You can use either word. If you're the Yankees, it's scary. If you're the Red Sox, it's brilliant. He was unbelievable last night. Really was. Although the Red Sox, with their bullpen, you know, that's been shaky at times, too, for all its you know prowess this year. Against the Yankees, it's been shaky at times this year, that's for sure. Even Kimbrell against Holiday. So, they, they, you know, that bullpen has shown its issues and had its issues in, in these games this year. But now we move to the Mets. And, I mean, tonight's – here's what I'd say. If you are sitting somewhere where you can catch a home run ball tonight, expect to catch at least one. Okay, that's the bottom line. With these two guys, there's going to be plenty of home runs tonight. That's all there is to it. You're gonna, the ball's going to leave the ballpark. You know, it, it just is. I mean, you, more than once, the ball's going to leave the ballpark. So if you're sitting in the lower deck and left, you're sitting in the lower deck, especially in right, you're going to, let's be honest, 
with this matchup tonight, the, the ball's going to be flying around the ballpark. Okay, That's all there is to it. So you can expect that. And the Mets, you know, they're going to come in, play fast and loose. We know all the little nitpicking that went on. That's all it is. Listen, I told you all year we talked about it. It's hard for the Yankees and the Mets to make a trade. It's not easy. And you saw all the reasons why in the last couple of weeks when I was gone. You saw exactly why it is. Because they don't want to help each other. And Mets, the last thing the Mets want to do is hand over a player and have the guy come back in this four-game series that's coming up the next four nights and have that guy hammer the, the Mets and have the Mets fans have to live with that. You know, having Duda hit three home runs in these games or having Bruce hit three home runs in these games. You know what? They don't want to do that. They don't want to see that. And the Mets almost got blamed for not sending a play to the Yankees. Since when did the Mets have to send a play to the Yankees? You know what? Whether the Mets, whatever their reason is, the Mets wanted to save a buck, which if they did, that's their business. Now, if they don't spend it on players next year, it's your business. If they want to, you know, pick up some bucks now, that's their business. You know, there's two kinds of assets. One's a player, the other's green. They're both assets. The question is, are you going to use them? Right now, you stockpile them. You have to use them in the offseason to make the team better. If they don't do that, then you, that's when you have a problem with your team. You shouldn't have a problem with them now, whether they're saving money or stockpiling players. Either one is, is okay, as long as they utilize both to make your team better next year. Because they're both assets. One's live, one's green. That's just the way it is. But to say one isn't an asset is just silly. So they have every right to do whatever they want, whether they want to send a player or not. The bottom line is their job is not to help the Yankees get better. That should be the last thing they're thinking about. It'd be the last thing I'm thinking about if I'm the Mets is trying to make the Yankees better. I'm trying to help my team or save a buck or whatever I want to do, fine. I don't owe the Yankees anything. So I thought some of that conversation was a little silly. But the bottom line is this, is that right now, there's a little tension. So it makes it ratchets things up a little bit here. So the Mets would love to see if they can take a little steam out of the Yankees here, uh, a little more steam than they got taken out of them last night. So whether it's Conforto, who's been red hot, you know, all early on we heard Conforto judge. Then we never heard Conforto judge again in the same sentence. And now again you're hearing Conforto judge because judge has cooled off and he sure has, and Conforto's gotten hot and he sure has. And then you got, you know, my guy Grandison, who, you know, I guarantee you these next couple of nights, I, he, he, listen, he's going to find the seats. I mean, that's just the way it works. If he's in the lineup, he's going to find the seats. And if I was a team coming down a stretch, I'd pick him up because he'd help my team. He'd get, if I were the Angels, I'd pick him up, and the Angels are getting hot. If I was a team that had a DH, I'd pick him up because he's good in the clutch, and he can hit a couple of big home runs for you as he's been productive again this year. So I expect him and Conforto to be a pain in the neck, especially at Yankee Stadium, especially if they see right into pitching. And you figured the Grom is their one chance to throw a really good game. I don't know. Mats have lost a little faith in. The other games are a little shaky, obviously, especially tonight. Montero's a listen. That's just a, that's just trouble waiting to happen. I mean, that's a, let's be honest. That, that's what that is. But we know that going in. So tonight, the Yankees get a. Breaking the matchup, although, listen, their guy can get hit really hard tonight, too. But you would expect the Yankees to be pounding on, on Tarot this evening. Everyone else does. Why wouldn't they? You know, you saw him the other day against the Rangers, what happened in the afternoon game. And luckily for the Mets, they don't have any afternoon games in these four because, as we all know, the Mets can't win an afternoon game this year, no matter what they do. So there's four night games starting tonight, two at the stadium, 
with uh, Sessa against Montero this evening. Not actually a matchup you're going to like, you know, write home about, but that's the matchup. Uh, we'll take it from there. And two games at Yankee, change scenes, two games over in City Field before the Yankees go back to uh, rekindle their fun with the Red Sox in Fenway on Friday night in an American League where the Red Sox have sprinted out to a very comfortable lead right now. And the Angels have become the hottest team in baseball with a couple of young pitches, with Trout back in the lineup, with a couple of young players. they got a good young catcher, a couple of the guys doing the job, and all of a sudden they have played very, very well and have thrown themselves into the American League wildcard where everybody resides. Everybody. Everybody's in the wild card. If you're breathing, you're in the wild card right now in the American League. That's where it is. But the hot team of the moment here in the middle of August is the Angels. And since they have the best player in baseball, it doesn't hurt to you know, have him in the middle of your lineup as you're trying to see if you can basically shock everybody from having a team no one thought about to a team that right now has you know, thrust itself into this wild card mix here. So it was a brutal night. And now four games against their friends from Queens. I say that liberally. And we'll see where things go. But I've always, always liked every part of it. I've always liked the subways. I've liked everything about the subway series. I, I like the feel of it. I like when there's a little edge to it. Remember, George was always great because he used to go crazy if he lost to the Mets. So that always spiced things up because the, Yankee, the Yankees were like, oh, please. Especially when they were good. It was like, oh, no. We have to deal with this now. You know, it's an annoyance. That's what it was. To the Mets, it was like, oh, can we, can we even compete with these guys? And to the Yanks, it was an annoyance. Well, now the Yanks are just trying to you know, basically get some guys healthy, get some guys straightened away, get some guys to figure out what has gone wrong, try to piece this pitching staff together now that Tanaka's on the shelf and see if they can salvage something between these two Red Sox series, namely four games with the Mets, and that's where we are. we got a lot to do today. We'll get it all rolling right after this word from the Mink